What's good, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Check the Vibe. My name is Raw. I got my guy Marcus with me. Today, we're going to talk about breaking down and questioning the social norms. With that being said, let's get right into it. So, yeah, Raw, yeah, I was uh, watching a Jubilee video the other day, and it was like six black guys, one white dude. And the point of the game was to identify the white guy and get him out. But they're all blindfolded, so they can't see each other. And so they had to ask some questions, ask each other questions to weed out the white one white guy. The only problem was that the white guy was actually in his background was adopted by black people. So he had kind of he kind of just gelled with the rest of the group kind of. And yeah, he ended up winning at the end. So it, it, it was just so funny to me how that some someone they were voting off the other black guys. Like they were literally voting off the black guy, not the white guy. They they were voting off the black guy because it's they were just saying like stuff like, "Oh, that's not part of the culture" or something like that. And I was like, I didn't know there was like a little box in between that black people had that you had to follow these guidelines to qualify as black. So my question to you would be, would it is it beneficial to categorize somebody for for social norms? in a good kind of way like you know what i'm saying it's weird because no matter what you're gonna get categorized in a way because everyone doesn't fit a box and it, if you have to at a desperate moment you're gonna have to but like with that situation it's harder because black people we have like a thing like if we don't do certain things right or something mm. we get our black card taken or something like that <laughs> but you never you never see like a white guy never watch friends or something they're like oh let me take your white card you don't do that and it's like we always have like an uphill battle to be black when we actually just are black but we don't have like other cultures really don't have that well with with me personally <laughs> i used to I, I used to hate this because people used to call me an oreo like i grew up in westchester i grew up in the suburbs and but once in a while i'll see my cousins and stuff and they're more like city life and they're just like oh you act white and i was like i did not know what that meant i'm like i'm just being me and it definitely separated what friendship me and my cousins could have we could have been a lot deeper if he just they just accepted me for who i was but they just felt like i was like on a whole different spectrum of i guess black if or what if not <laughs> you know yeah and I didn't even find it beneficial, but and nor do I say the way they live was wrong or right. I just loved them for just being my cousins. That's kind of what it was. But I've I always felt like it did more harm than good. You know what I'm saying? In that sense, I can see what you're saying, because. Like I said before, we're always trying to categorize us because if you didn't do this, then you don't qualify for this. Like if you didn't do street stuff, you're not from the street. Basically, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Or yeah. if you're not in a city, you, you don't belong in the city. It, we like to do that. But, like, I feel like now we're getting into the age of, like, we don't care as much about that anymore. Would you say that I would, like, was kind of pressing against the grain, going against the grain a little bit in terms of what makes you an African-American? How would you think people would describe that? African-American. Want me to be blunt <laughs> beyond this is all about honesty we just having a conversation do you like chicken and watermelon i 
I actually do not like watermelon. I think it's kind of one of the most overrated fruits. I'm taking your black card. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, it's not it's not it's the texture of watermelon that I don't like. It's like ugh. Well, that like that, and then if you mm. watch certain movies or TV shows, like you had to watch the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, awesome um, banger. Friday, <laughs> banger, banger, like uh, absolutely. But so you would just say like mostly with the movies and all that stuff. You just gotta you... know stuff within the culture that is considered culture in that. Because I know sense. some black people that don't even like rap, and I'm like, who are you? They <laughs> know that. That's another thing, yeah. And I'm like. It's like, well, I don't like to like talk about gangbang. I'm like, that's not all they talk about, though. Like, there's more parts to rap than just gangbanging and all that stuff. But I feel like it's not right to put somebody in, uh, put each race in a box and say, this is how you're supposed to act. Like, it's kind of fucked in a sense. Because everybody's their own person. It is. And it's, it's harder when people, like, in that Jubilee video, the white guy that that was black culture the whole time. It's like, he's going against the grain himself. So it's like, more people are going against the grain than actually going with the grain. So it's harder to categorize people based on their culture, honestly. Like back in the day, that that would never happen. Mm -hmm. Now it's happening more than ever. Yeah. Because back in the day, people would just call that guy a wigger. You know, that's a little 2000 reference if you guys don't recognize (laughs) Yeah, they just call him. And I had friends like that, that they listened to a lot of Eminem and stuff and all that stuff. And pants are sagging and everything. And everybody was like, oh, they're wiggers and shit. And it's just like, no, they're just being themselves and they're trying to find yourself. Because when you're like a kid, you just you're figuring yourself out of what you like, what you don't like and stuff. And you blossom into what you think you are. And also, I would have to say who you hang around with definitely has a big impact yeah. on who you or who you admire too, I would also say. So, like, say big figureheads. Do you feel like people who go against the grain gain a cult like following? You know, <laughs> uh, I think they do because they say the things that other people want to say that are I wouldn't say afraid to say, but like don't feel comfortable saying themselves. So, like, if I don't know, like. People who like like Andrew Tate, right? Some of the stuff he says is like really offensive to some people, but other people, they're like, I actually agree with him because I go through these same experiences and that's the way I see it as well. So I'm going to listen to what he says. And it's going to be against the social norms and the grades of everything else. But at the end of the day, if they align with the same thought, they're going to obviously listen. But you think that's beneficial, like the things he says? To a degree, because there's so many messages out there. It's not like I'm I'm gonna pick a couple and then not pick a couple because he does say some crazy stuff, but he also says some inspiring <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff. So it's kind of hard to differentiate. Like, okay, he's actually a good person. He's actually a bad person because mm-hmm. there's too much messages out there. Hmm. Some of them he does spread is bad. I get that, but at the end of the day, some of them he spreads is good. I think it's very important with the audience he fought he gained like because most of them i feel like most of the following come like from young men and so young men i I, for whatever reason they find this man captivating and stuff and they agree with him and stuff young men are pushing going to be the futures of this country and 
if they're thinking about like all oh, women got to be in line and all that stuff is I can see where a problem can happen. And it's just like, yeah, but no, I also do agree. He does say, and like you said before, he says some straight up facts sometimes, but then, yeah. and then I, I guess for like clicks and views, he kind of jumps the line a little bit and you're just like, okay, just bring it back a little bit. <laughs> bring it back. Right, cause I in, a, in a way he's actually questioning the social norms. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's, it's not a bad, well, it is a bad thing, but it's not a bad thing at the same time because he's going against the grain to question if that's actually right or wrong in some instances. Mm. So where's the problem with actually questioning the social norms? Like, who made the re- original social norms? The Illuminati. <laughs> you want me? If you want me to <laughs> but no, but I guess it would be society. Like, I guess we get to a point where everybody collectively says, oh, this is right, this is wrong. And I guess social media kind of pushes a narrative of what is right and wrong nowadays, you know? Yeah. Like, and I feel like there's like a giant battle, whether it's politics or race or anything, it's just all online. And we're like, okay, we got to figure this out right now. And some people are on one side and some people are on the other side and just come together and say, find middle ground of what is right and what's wrong. But some things for some people are right and something like, for example, if a relationship, we'll say like two guys dating is wrong in some people's eyes. So people challenge that social norm. And now that became a social norm as well. Mm-hmm. Or two girls like there's other like marriage before mm-hmm. uh, having kids. Mm-hmm. There's so many other ones that people questioned and then they challenged it and then they got integrated into a social norm. See, but that's like that. But that's the way you should. We should fight against, like, go against the grain. Like, what is a traditional marriage? Like, come on now. Like, but at the end of the day, look how long it took them to get that. Yeah, yeah. Some states still don't allow it. And I would sit there and say most traditional marriages fall apart anyway. So it's just like, not not bringing that into the world with anybody else. Like, yo, you guys probably have a happy marriage, but like, for the most part, from what I see, a lot of marriages go. Go up in flames. You've been bad, like, bad voodoo in the air. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like it, 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 it's just weird to me. When I would say there's a problem is when there's not somebody going against the grain. If everybody's just collectively saying, oh, yeah, this is how things go and everything. That's when I'd be like, hold on. It's a setup. It's a setup. It's a setup. <laughs> like, Everybody's in like when they, they, you can find any argument anywhere in life, and there's somebody going the opposite way saying nah. Like if everybody <laughs> was collectively sitting there saying like, even with the when the COVID stuff hit, obviously people had questions about the vaccines and stuff. Not taking the jab and not taking the jab <laughs> and shit. Like I was like, okay, that's just, I'll be like that's that should be the way it is. Because if everybody just quickly said, okay, yep, yeah, let's, let's get our fucking pricks and stuff, I'd be like, oh, hold on, hold, hold, hold on. Now, this like, is going by way too smooth. Smoothly. <laughs> like, nobody got, like, objection or anything. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, but, yeah, you you, you mentioned uh, Andrew Tate before, but, you know, another captivating person was also Donald Trump. Donald Trump for some reason, I think I talked to my friend about this, and then I was like, "Why do you like Donald Trump so much?" Like, I don't get it. I was like, "I mean, he's funny sometimes, but I'm like, 
what makes you so captivated by him? Why? What makes you want to follow him? He's like, he doesn't talk like, and it's like one thing he said, he doesn't talk like a politician. He talks what is on his mind. And so he's kind of going against the grain. And he doesn't use big words to trick me or anything. And he's like, it's like not saying that like my vernacular is not that expanded. So when you dumb it down for me, yeah, it's like I listen to the guy that is talking my lingo a little bit. And I was like, I could see that. Like when somebody's using big words and you have no clue what they're saying, you're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm not going to you're not going to relate to them. Right. And I was like, yeah, I agree with that. Like, sometimes I, I could tell you so many times I zoned out on somebody when they were using big words. And I was like, oh, shit, man. Like, <laughs> How do you get back in that conversation if you don't know what they're saying? Uh, no, no. You're just like, yeah, can you repeat that? Or like, you know what? I don't even try to act it out. I'm like, yeah, can you dumb that down for me? Like, that's that was a whole lot of word salad you just gave me. And uh, I just don't quite get where you're coming from. <laughs> You lost it. <laughs> no, but right. Oh, no, like, no, bro. Too many people act like they know everything. That is one that thing. That's a problem. Think. That is a big problem. There's going so on. many people that think they know everything. I mean, especially when this younger generation, they think they know everything in their because their phone. And I'm just like, bro, listen, listen. What do you have? Like, 19 years of life or something like that. <laughs> like. He, he, <laughs> You didn't experience life for real, for real. You just, you're just getting to like, You sound like a fucking old head, bro. Oh, bro, because the more I get older, the more I sit there and say, to a point, the old heads were right. We were sitting there, like, bitching and complaining. Like, do you remember bitching and complaining about shit when you were, like, 20 or 19 or something like that? And the old head was like, well, in my day, da-da-da-da. I used to walk to school. <laughs> I used to walk to school while bears chase after me. <laughs> She's like, what? Where the hell were you? <laughs> but I think questioning social norms is a normal thing. And I think it's always going to, time and till like end of time, we'll always, there will always be another side to our argument. It's weird because, like, if you, Sometimes question social norms, people just look at you weird. Like me, if I go go to a dinner with a girl and the bill comes and mm-hmm. I say, I'm only going to pay my half. <laughs> that's going to go crazy because that's the social norm is I should pay it mm-hmm. in full. Yeah, no, but that's funny. Um, When I went to Ocean City, I actually, uh, I met up with a Bulgarian chick and when we went out, she had brought me food. Which uh, usually, typically, the guy gets in, but she bought me food. She grabbed, rubbed my shoulder, and I was just in so awe of what was happening. She just looked confused. She's like, "Am I doing something wrong?" I'm like, "No, no, I'm just not used to that." But I like it though. It's like, <laughs> like is, is is it wrong? Is it wrong for me to feel like, "Oh wow, damn, she went out her way to do something for me." I was like. Not saying my exes never did anything for me, but like you just called out everyone in your catalog. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it just like it felt different. It felt good to go against the grain. And she's like, "Oh no, you just do whatever you want when you want to do it." He's like I did it because I wanted to do it, and I was like, "Do American women do that?" And I'm just like, "It's like I feel like Americans they try to force tradition 
Imagine how wildly different other countries' social norms are compared to like the U.S. I, I know I said a couple minutes ago that we are traditional, but we're also, I say, the front runners of progressiveness. Like, like how many countries would you would just sit there and say they would accept trans people and accept? Like, yeah, obviously we had people who fight against it and stuff, but how many can you really sit there and say countries like if we were like in Israel or something like that would say, oh yeah, we can accept we accept everybody. I think the reason that is is because America has so many like diversities. So there's so many different types of people who come here. So it's kind of hard to have like one traditional norm to do it because there's there's so many groups of people that won't do it. Yeah. And they like to do it their way. And it's kind of hard to try to get people who, who does things their way to come back and do it our way. Mm-hmm. So like, all right, we might as well just have all these social norms here. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Have all these freaking social norms. Do you feel like as a society, we're doing a good job of, because, you know, like we have so many arguments and stuff and you get like, get tired of it. You get numb to it. Like, ah, oh, same politician talking points and stuff like do you think it's the only time I do feel like like an argument's a waste if you guys never found middle ground? You know what I'm saying? It seems like it's the same talking points, and it's like we've been doing this for like 20 years. Like you're not gonna bang your head on the wall for 20 years, are you? Like yeah. you're gonna eventually find like a solution of common ground. But to some people, they don't get it. <laughs> Like you could, no matter how you explain it, they will never see it in your eyes because they don't have to deal with it. Mm. So like, for like, I'll go full circle. So, like, how I said before, like, white people will never get their white card taken. They don't know how it feels to be like, oh, you got to get your black card taken. Like, they'll never know how that feels. Well, white people can't also say the N word. So, there's that too. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, for real. Like, that, that's one social norm that that will never change. Like I don't care how long time passes, you will never be. It will never be okay. Get that word back. <laughs> Take the word back. Like no, never, never. Think about it. That's never gonna change, regardless. Like oh, because we're gonna teach our kids. Yeah, this is how it goes. Like. You could say it, but yeah, your white friends and shit can't say it. That's how it'd be. Oh, wait, I have a good question. So how do you feel about erasing some social norms? So you just brought up the whole, they can't say the word. So isn't there like schools now that are not teaching like his, like black history now, no more? Yeah. So, so like in Florida. Yeah. So they're like eliminating social norms now because mm. that was a norma- normality back in the day. Now it's starting to be like there's their kids. Like, I guess like you're becoming ignorant to the fault at that point. Like these kids are not being taught properly. I wouldn't sit there, but I can't tell another state how they should run their cup. But I think it's a bad thing because when they go out into the real world and go to other parts of the country that they know about this stuff, they be like, what are you talking about? That never happened. There was never slavery. Nigga, what? <laughs> like, you like, what are you talking about? Like, did you guys not learn that in school? No. Yeah. And he's like, so you never learned about the civil rights movement or anything? No. I'm like, that's weird. <laughs> that, that, that's a little bit weird. 
Yeah. God knows. Some something. It's like being blatantly choosing to be ignorant. He's like, oh no, we're just trying to save from white guilt and stuff. No, bro. Like, listen, <laughs> you can tell a whole story about um, like how great Europe was back in the day or stuff, and you can do whatever. But like at the end of the day, you should tell like the whole story of how our country came to be. Don't don't sugarcoat it. Like, tell it what it is. And that starts with the Indians, actually. Hmm? Yeah, right. Like, dude, <laughs> like you guys you're just gonna you're gonna erase that from the books. That is something where you're going against the grain, and, and I'm like, how does that benefit them? Where that's the one question. How does that benefit them? Them did they because their feelings feel better? It's like that they know that their ancestors are not fucking <laughs> slave masters. I, I guess you could feel a little bit better, but it's still it's still a fact of what ha- you're being ignorant to what happened in real life. That is so weird though, because imagine just not knowing that and it's kind of not your fault either because obviously you got to be taught it to know it but if the people before you didn't teach you because they don't want that information out there that's fucked up (laughs) that's fucked up well then again there's also history that is like taught newly like you know like when growing up we we all knew who christopher columbus was but we didn't know Instead of Columbus was. who Christopher Columbus was, <laughs> and that is see, that's a change where you yeah you gotta readjust the what how that story really went. Like, because when I first heard about Christopher Columbus, I'm pretty sure they just said, "Yo, he's just a guy who came from Europe to America. He found America. Yeah, <laughs> everything was cool." <laughs> no, no, no. They, they should they definitely sugarcoat that. But I see that's what I'm talking about. Like, you see how, and it wasn't until. I think my dad was the actual one that told me the real story about Christopher Columbus. He's like, is that what they taught you in school? Uh-uh, uh-uh, no, 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 no. He, like, showed me, and I, I remember this specifically because it was, like, right after school, and my friends are all playing outside, and I'm like, Dad, I want to play outside. He's like, no, you're going to learn who Christopher Columbus really is. And that's when I was like, dude, this dude's a freaking monster. Ruined my play day and everything. <laughs> it's crazy how we have like a well, we had like a day off for it in school too. They made him look like a whole hero out here. The whole hero and shit. <laughs> that that that's weird. That's weird. <laughs> so it's like kind of weird to erase that normality though, because like we already have it implemented that he gets we get a day off for him. We celebrate it. You can't just uncelebrate it now. So would you sit there and say that America is the land of second choices? Oh, so second, uh, second chances. Yes, and the reason I say that is because a person could get canceled or put in jail or something one day, and then like next year, if they grind hard enough, they could get even better than where they were in life, or financially, or fame, or whatever the goal was for them. Why do you think that it? Why, why do you think that is? Is it, you think it's with the people or just America? We're so diverse, so we like to forgive a lot easier than other countries. Because I don't know. Let's say I was from somewhere in Africa or something, right? If I did something wrong there, they're always gonna see it that way. Well, America is so diverse. People always question, like, oh, they have. What if he did it this way because of this? Or how do you come back from that? Like we always like a, a story 
now, like a narrative. Other countries, I feel like they don't care about that kind of stuff, like the way we do. Like in sports, think about it. In sports, we who do we pick for MVPs and stuff? Whoever has the greatest storyline. It's not even about like stats or stuff anymore. It's about how did you get from here to here? And was the story interesting enough to give you the award? Like it, It's like the opposite of the one saying where, yes, we all love a hero, but we would like to watch a hero fall. So like a kind of way we would like to see a villain build himself back up from the dirt. Up, yeah. Right. A little bit. And yeah, I could see the appeal. Like sometimes people like a bad guy. A perfect example of a person who got a second chance. Michael Vick. Remember back in like 2007 or whatever, when he did the dog fighting thing. Mm-hmm. I, 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 yo, bro, I still remember that shit. I was like, I'm not Michael Vick. Yeah. Everyone and their mom hated Michael Vick. And then he did his time. Well, well, when it comes to animals, man, that people go extreme, like even over, over more people than like if, yeah, like because it was dogs, it was definitely very big part. Which he he already he did his time, did everything, but he, it was like a redemption story a little bit. And look at the story. Now he he helps out SPCA's. He does mm-hmm. all the stuff for dogs now. Mm-hmm. All part of the big man's plan upstairs, I guess. <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> but but I, but I never even when all that went down I still didn't never really found Michael Vick to be a true villain I felt like he made a mistake and it was like a very big mistake and a wrong mistake but I always felt like he could overdeem himself always could redeem himself you know but I feel like if that was in another country that would have never happened oh absolutely no he about he, he done Beheaded, 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 <laughs> gone. Yeah. So but. yeah, rude. That's like a prime example, right? Right there. I'm pretty sure there's many more people who got second chances, even third chances. Well, okay. So would you sit there and say the richer you are, the more likely you have more chances? In a way, yes, because you have the resources to get second chances quicker or easier. Mm-hmm. So if somebody like did the same thing as Michael Vick and say, but they're on like the status of you or me or something like that. Yeah. It's that's the, that's the end of the story. And you're, it's you're, not the end of the story, but the, the comeback is going to be so much more delayed. You got to think about it. Everyone knows who Michael Vick is. He was a public figure. So he's going to get more hate than me or you would, because he's a, he's a known player. He has to redeem himself quick quick yeah because he has sponsors companies like he, mm. so many things going on for him which for us we don't have what he has going on mm-hmm. so we could take time to like okay let's actually sit back and actually think about how we can make this whole scenario better for everyone included myself or yourself is there anybody else you think uh had kind of like a redemption story like that that just seems like they were on a wrong path but they just brought it all together and you're like oh he's back didn't jake paul do something bad back in the day yeah he did he did he did all sorts of freaking things back in the day but you know again i feel like every youtuber was a scammer at one point <laughs> not not us like we we we, we chilling, <laughs> but, but no i feel like every youtuber was like a scammer at one point like you're like oh because when that crypto shit came up and the nfts and everything came up yeah. they saw the opportunity the, the pump and dumps are getting out of fucking hand like i'm like i'm looking at that I'm like 
I hope nobody falls for this shit. And uh, and meanwhile, I'm seeing like money just getting funded to these motherfuckers and they pump and dump. Yeah, so yeah, he was a villain. Yeah, he had like, he had been having a nice little arc with the boxing and everything, and how he said he helped save his career and stuff. So it is what it is. I don't know if he's fully redeemed, redeemed, but I look at him in a brighter light than I used to. Is what I'll say. I think uh, Ray Rice is another one. What has he? he he's back. Yeah, <laughs> he's still doing stuff now. Like Ray Rice is the old running back that used to play on the Baltimore Ravens. He do punch his wife in the elevator or something. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Elevator and- champion in the world. <laughs> so like, yeah, he didn't get as much backlash as Michael Vick because Michael Vick was a franchise player, but he got his fair share of criticism. Mm-hmm. And I mean. I don't even know if he completely redeemed himself, but he's that's off the a, that's a hard one to get back from though. Hit, hitting a woman that that's a very hard one to come back from. Like yeah. I I don't even I'm not even comparing the two of dog killing and hitting women and stuff. Like they're both terrible, terrible things, but it just seemed like with his, it was just like, dude, you just had a drunken stupor and you just went to town. I don't know what you thought. Why you thought this was ever going to be beneficial for you? But nah, dude. Like you, you like essentially ruined your career. He had a promising career. You just threw it away in like two seconds. It's weird how the second chances is like a norm in our society. Oh, bro, yeah, 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 definitely. I, I, I so I will agree with you. Yeah, we are the land of second chances. Like in other countries. You do something wrong, you're you're beheaded, you're going to jail. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> ha! But yeah, it, it, it's it's done. It's wrapped for you. Your your name, your last name is infamous forever. Done. Over. Like, sure, sort of God. Like, you, well, I'll sit there and say there's like certain names in America that you don't want to have. have. Last name. If you have a <laughs> if you have a last name, a certain last name that just rings like. Anybody with last name Bundy, people are gonna be like looking at you like, or Dahmer. <laughs> like uh, Dahmer. Oh no, shoot! Hey, don't leave me in here with him. Like, Cosby. Cosby. Because uh, uh. no, your last name means everything. No matter what you do, you're stuck with your last name. Like you could, unless you got one of those like common ones you could get away with, like Kelly, yeah. like R. Ooh. Kelly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well. Come so far, man. That's why I try so hard not to ruin my last name, you know? And that includes, like, people... That's also including people who who you marry. So, say, like, um, you've been... You hear what's been happening with Logan Paul lately, right? What happened? So, you know, uh, so Dylan Dennis, he is a MMA fighter, and he's going to be boxing Logan Paul. And, you know, in the fight game, what is said is said online, right? So Dylan has been did the due diligence to post a bunch of pictures of his wife with all these men, just like some 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 of them are real, some of them are photoshopped. But once you get to like fifty seven fucking photos in a row, it's like, well, how many guys has this girl been with? Like Jesus, and now Logan is about to marry that same chick, and so now it's like a weird point of. All these guys are bagging on him, like, oh, how dare Dylan Dennis make fun of our wife and stuff like that? Like, saying, our wife, 
<laughs> the hour is fucking crazy. And it, it's shit like that. And I'm just like, damn, man, I feel bad for him. Like, and meanwhile, this girl is just probably just living her life. But traditionally, people are looking at it as, oh, you should have only been with one guy and so forth. And I don't know. What is, what is the norm with that, actually? Now that we're getting to that. Like, what is the norm of, like, how many people guys or girls should be with before they get married? Or is there not an actual social norm with that? Being with somebody is one thing. Sleeping with somebody is a whole nother thing. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't care if I had an ex or something like that, or a girlfriend or, like, I guess, fiance coming up or something like that that dated, like, five or six men. I wouldn't care. Wouldn't care. Now, if you told me, but now if she sat there and told me, yeah, like, there have been 30 men that been up through there, I'm like, I'm going to, like, it's going to be, like, silence of, <laughs> I don't know if I can marry this good woman. And that's where I would sit there say I'll be with the grain on that. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not going against that. It's just I'll be with the grain. I'll be with the grain on that. Uh I don't think I it's a frown upon. It's it's just so frowned upon nowadays. That's something normal. Like you wouldn't want some you wouldn't want your wife doing OnlyFans, right? Girl. That's a that's a normality now too. I'm not I'm just saying. Like, I'm not saying OnlyFans girls can't be happy or anything. I'm just sitting there saying it just couldn't be me. You can find plenty of many men that will probably want you. It just couldn't be me. <laughs> like, they're, off, they're off the Marcus market. Cause, <laughs> no, because no, because like going back to what we said about our last names, I'm handing my last name to this woman. You're not embarrassing my family's last name like that. <laughs> no, hell no. In no way. It's hard to... um try to protect your last name because there's so many people with your last name that could not even be related to you. And they can ruin it that way too. So I don't take too much pride on trying to protect my last name because I it's out of my control in a, in a way. Yeah. But like how many people are really named Caleb though? Last name Caleb. If I Google it, probably a lot. Probably a lot. But like at the end of the day, it's like, boo, I, it wouldn't matter. Like I think we I said this like last episode with Drew. I said something like along the line, it doesn't matter what anybody thinks, but what your inner circle thinks, right? Now, when it comes to my marriage and it's like public like that, if I go to like, say, like her high school reunion, just happen to go to her high school reunion and everybody's like, yeah. <laughs> everybody's like, oh man, you, uh, uh, the, you, you with the human train? That's crazy, man. <laughs> Bro, yeah, I'd be like, human train? What 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 do you mean by that? What the hell do you mean? <laughs> Amtrak. Oh shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. but like her that. name was like Amber too. <laughs> Bro, bro, like, right? Like that shit would make you look sideways. Like, what the fuck did I who did I marry? Like, what are you guys talking about? <laughs> you killed me with Amtrak. <laughs> like but like it's stuff like that where I will sit there and say yes when that's when social norms are acceptable. Like, and you know sometimes I was actually talking to a girl about that. They, they were like, "Oh, you really care about body count?" And I'm like, "Do STDs still exist?" I'm sorry, do STDs still fucking exist? And they're like, "Yeah, but that shouldn't be." I'm like, "Bro, like, 
that's you called her bro. <laughs> like she just like this is, that's the end of the conversation. What what are you talking about? If you had to defend why body count matters, yeah, the more partners you have, the more likely to contract the STD. Simple math, right? Yeah, but at the same time, doesn't mean they're gonna have it. Yeah, I know. And but that's for me to sit there and say, but yeah, I don't want to have sex with that person or I don't want to get date that person because of that reason. That's my opinion. Now, most people sit there and say, oh, you're being misogynistic. All right. You could do the same thing. If I have a big body count and you don't like it, then don't <laughs> date me. Like I'm not going to lose any track from it. It's just okay. me. It's Marcus Tate over here. <laughs> 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 no, don't put that on me. No, I, yeah. you yeah, protected that last name. <laughs> no, take that last name. See now, you get a little mix. You could be the top G or uh, human sex sex trafficker. One of whichever route you want to take. All right, Marcus, you got anything else to say? Before we wrap it up. Nah, man, just stay safe out there, and you know, sometimes just question the other side. Sometimes, you know. The life of markets. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let me wrap this up. Thank you guys for watching. Check the vibe. If you like the content, please subscribe, like, follow us on all social media platforms. With that being said, this is Must See TV. <laughs> <laughs>